On this episode of the AV Profession, we take a look at ways you can, quite frankly, stop complaining and just do your job. All that and more, next on the AV Profession. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 59, Courage to Work. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support. This is AV Profession, look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tim Alford. your host. With me is my buddy, Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consulting. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Good to be here. So one of the things that, that uh, 2020 taught us is that we've got, all kind of got a flow right? We've got to, got to roll with the punches here. And some folks came out of 2020 and did that successfully and some did not. And um, kind of the, uh, the superstar salesperson is something you and I have talked about before yeah. and how you kind of manage men, but, but it's not just that. And we've, we've, we've beat up on the salespeople, the superstar salesperson before. But there are other, yeah. Well, you have to have them, but, but the, 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 the implication there is that they're divas, right? And yeah. they're sometimes they're entitled. Yep. It's not just salespeople, though. You can have an entitled nope. tech, right, yep. who's been there forever. You can have an entitled uh, control programmer. So how do we get, um, you know, first of all, ourselves, right? Let's work on ourselves yep. first and make sure that we're not, we're not entitled in, in, in areas. And, and all, we, we all have our areas. But then work on, you know, not just, you know, our employees, but our, our, our teammates to make yes. sure that, you know what, you know, that let's, we're all on the same team here and, and, you know, um, we're, we're all working for the same goal. Let's, let's stop being so entitled. Yep. And then within entitled. So thanks. It's, it's, you got the complainers and you got like the naysayers and you got this and this and this. And what I find the premise of all this is they don't know who they're working for and they're working for the company and they're working for each other. Uh, again, I'm, I'm ex-military and, and you, you might go to war for your country, but you fight for your buddies. And, and that camaraderie and that camaraderie is, is about, and I, I don't want to over, make it over trite, but it's just so key these days, especially in a pandemic when there's stress and all that. But what is the company's you know, vision, mission, strategy, and values? And what I'll tend to say is those people who are entitled, complaining, naysayers, if you ask them to recite that, which I think every employee ought to be able to do without having to go find it, uh, they'll say, I don't know what it is. Well, if you don't know what it is, what are you doing? You know, because then it's all just about you and your ego. And like you said, we got to work on ourselves first. So if I'm a manager or a leader, I have to portray what I want people to emulate. And if I'm a hypocrite, or if I'm thinking I'm entitled, they're just gonna go, well, hell, he's doing it. I'm gonna do it too. So some of the, the best, and, I, and I'm not saying best from richest, I'm saying best from a soul. Companies really look at vision, mission, strategy, values, ethics. And it's like they're doing the Pledge of Allegiance and they call people out, but they also thank people. And I think that in these days, we're being so uh, politically correct uh, and that's turned into 
conflict averse and we don't do anything to anybody. Uh, I always learned, you know, think, think 10 times more than you admonish. And so I practice, you know, every day and I'm home alone, but you know, not alone. But when I go to the grocery store, I thank people and people look at me like, what do you do? And I'm like, I thanked them for bagging my groceries. And like, why? I'm like, because I did. Why would I not? You know, it's just called, you know, thank you. Um, but you walk around companies and you don't hear thank you anymore, nor do you hear, you know, is that the way we really do things here? So when we're not holding people to a standard, we devolve into our own standards and then your personality comes to play. So it's, it's to me, Tim, this is a great time because it's stressful, because it's challenging. Let's go back to the basics. Let's bring uh, our heart back into companies. Uh, let's just call people out on, you know, really, you're not a team player. And team player to me, that's been confused. Team player means, oh, I'm nicey nice to everybody. No, that's just passive aggressive kind of BS. Um, I don't need you to be nice. I need you to be truthful. I need you to be honest. I need you to hold people to standards. I need you to thank them. I need you to grow people. Man, let's move the company together where we want to go. And I think that that vision's just been lost. And one of the things that I want to touch on here is, is, you know, when, when we're, when we have those people in our organizations, there are, there are two groups of folks that help them or, or allow them to grow and, and foster into that kind of that, that complainer or that entitled yeah. person. One is, is, is management, but yeah. also it's, it's their coworkers as well, where nobody's absolutely. calling them out. They're out on their BS. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and again, it's not a judgment conversation. It's just like, Hey, Look at the mirror. Are you being who you who we want all of us to be? So it's not about an individual. It's not about a personal. Now, to me, if they're lying, cheating, and stealing, uh, that's personal, and, and they've got a choice to make, which is change today or just leave. Um, but it's people watch management's behavior, and I'll say that when managers don't hold one another responsible, they teach the people below them not to hold their peers responsible. And then you just have a, a culture of hypocrisy. And I find that that's where you get a lot of the complaining and just all of that is when people see hypocrisy, they see people talking one thing and doing another and they just go, whatever. And now it's back to the individual and you know, Lord of the flies conversation. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, as we, as we wrap up here, this is a, actually a really good time to do this. And, and that's, you know, um, you and I have talked before about, you know, um, difficult times or, or, yeah. you know, um, crisis being a good time to kind of reset things. Yes. If 2020 was anything, it was a crisis year, right? Yeah. It was a, it was a, a calamity year. Yeah. Um, talk folks through if they still haven't taken the opportunity to kind of reset how do you do that? How do you do that in a crisis? And, you know, understand that, that you have to do certain things on a daily basis during the crisis to yep. make sure that your business is still viable and make sure that you're able to still, you know, have a business, but even, you know, take the step back and work on the business as the, as we all, all say, uh, and work on the business and on the culture to kind of reset things and, and maybe, you know, um, correct some things that have gone wrong. Yep. I think it's, well, you know, in a crisis, you survive. <laughs> that's that's your priority. Get through this thing. But I think all of us can see some some movement. Some you know the the tunnel. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We don't know exactly where it's at. But now let's 
when we exit this tunnel, who are we going to be? And it, it feels corny, but we've done uh, five strategic ops planning sessions uh, recently with five different customers. And we said, the first thing you're going to do is hone your vision and your mission and your strategy and your values. And they're like, oh, no, no, we have one. Uh, okay, five leaders, tell me what each of those words mean and show me how you do it. No agreement. You know, it's like they all, and like, both well, the five of you can't agree on it, how can we start to practice it? And so it's, it's a little bit of pushing uphill, but because it's like, this is that soft stuff. And I'm, I move away from the soft stuff. This is the foundational stuff. This is the hard concrete we build the building on is our, you know, our vision, our mission, uh, our values. Again, teamwork. What does that really mean? Honesty. What does that mean? Well, honesty is all good until you fall under stress. So to me, when I'm in conflict, that's when your values start to show up. That's when management skill starts to show up. You know, if everything's running well, hell, I don't need managers. It's when things don't that I need managers. And that's when they usually run away because they weren't taught to really hold. And, and to me, it's very easy. I'm not saying it's, it's easy to say, these are my vision, mission, values, ethics, strategy. Aren't we in alignment with them? No. Well, then let's go do something. Now, the hard part is action. So I, I'm teaching a class on decision-making and people go, yeah, decisions are hard. I'm like, no, decisions are easy. It's the action that it, that it requires. I mean, decisions are calls to action and people go, yeah, that'll be tough. I'm like, no, it's called courage. Just do, you know, you've got to do it. But if I have that backing, that foundational understanding of why we're here, most people will go, yep, this is why we're here. And I'll clean up my own stuff. Why? Because I understand why we're here. So it's really always tracking why, what, how. Why are we here? What are we building? What are we delivering? And how are we doing it? And just get back to that basics. And then showing people that do it well. If some, if person A is doing it well, person B can too. So it's, I always find it's way easier to copy great people you know, than basically you know, trash other people. Don't do that. No, do it like that. We were, I mean, on the break, we were talking Tony Robbins, you know, if you, and he's gotten a little bit full of himself, but what he did, I mean, he was, you know, a disaster way back in the day. And he went and pulled himself up in a library for a year and just took on the best behavioral practices of the 20 most successful people in history. That's what he did. He said, all I did is I made those behavioral practices mine. And now he is who he is because that's, I mean, that's the model. And, the, and to me as a company, that's the model. You take the best and you just share it and grow it. That'll be a good place to stop. Thank you so much, Mr. Brad Malone uh, from Navigate Management Consulting. How do people get a hold of you or Navigate? Brad, Brad.Malone at NavigateMC.com or our website, NavigateMC.com. And again, come to our resource library, our blogs. We're pretty much putting something out every week that uh, people are finding exciting. So come to our uh, LinkedIn page. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm doing some marketing and man, it actually works. So <laughs> thanks, Tim, for the opportunity to do this.
All right. Yeah, Brad, uh, go by th- their resource uh, page. Uh, we'll put a link to that resource uh, on the uh, this episode's page for our website where you'll find this episode's page, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others. Uh, check out our monthly uh, programs like uh, State of Control, um, Market, like State of Control, AV Social, and uh, the Education Show, EdTech. Also, while you're there, check out our underwriter section. These are the posts who help us financially, help us bring you the AV profession. All that and more at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. 